<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. It's me, Matt Gironi. I'm the host of Only Posters Don't Listen Podcast, and I am not a robot. <laughs> Hi, Matt Gironi. Hi, everyone. Uh, I like how I run it only to you. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Today we're doing uh, another list episode. So in other words, this doesn't matter. It's a history list. It's a history list. That's fun. History's fun. Lists are fun. We finally crack out my mic, and you're gonna say it doesn't matter. So okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're yeah. We got the mic. We're doing. We're being more professional nowadays. You're gonna notice. You're gonna notice the quality going up here. Oh, all right. Oh, so uh, let's uh, let's get into it with the history episode, and not focus on the fact that I'm high. Okay. <laughs> Fifty amazing historical facts you never knew. That's the list. That's the list. And How many? Fifty. 50. 50. Holy shit. Oh, this is a marathon episode. Oh, damn. Bro. I'm going to crack. Oh, I already got a beer. Let's do it. Wonderful. All right. So, off to you, Spencer. Wonderful. So, now what happens if I do know one of these? Do I get like a prize? I know some of them. So. I know some of them, if too. If you get a prize, I get a prize. I'm going to shout out real hard. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I'm asking you what my prize is, and you're telling me you you're get getting... a beer. What? Sweet. What do you win? Another beer. <laughs> you might be a little overwhelmed. So, Feel one. like I quotes. <laughs> Pretty much the entire Shippy Shack podcast. We <laughs> One, turkeys were once worshipped like gods. While the turkey is currently America's favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal, in 300 B.C., these big birds were heralded, herald, heralded by the Mayan people as vessels of the gods and were honored as such, so much so that they were domesticated to have roles and religious rites. They were symbols of power and prestige and could be found everywhere in Maya, Incog- iconography and archaeology. Did, did they not know about cute animals? <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't think animals with dangly red ball sack look They're ugly the face and dumb. Cute? They are. I... My cat is adorable. He's <laughs> so you adorable. Your cat. Which one? All of them. <laughs> this is true, but like, dude, cats were, cats were so 200 BC, man. We're, oh, no, wait, hold on, did it backwards. 400 BC, man. These are 300 BC. <laughs> Gotta give up the times. I guess, man. They should have. Yeah. Somebody should have introduced them to a bunch of other cute animals. <laughs> like mice are cuter than that. That's true. They didn't I, have mice there. But one of my parents' old places in the Pocono, like in the area, and we woke up one morning to hearing flap, 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 bonk, flap, 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 bonk, and it was turkeys <laughs> trying to take flight in the middle of the woods. They're not really good at flying as it is. When you throw trees into the factor, <laughs> makes them a little worse. I hear they're very stupid. Um, judging by the. Fucking suicidal tree turkeys. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, they're not the right animals. Uh, oh, Abraham Lincoln wanted to make it our 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 international. Like instead of the bald eagle, he wanted it to be a turkey. In all fairness, is a bald eagle really that badass? I think a bald eagle is more appropriate to us. Yeah. Yes, than I, a turkey. Yes. Yeah, he's a solo, stupid, lone creature that tur- just boldly goes into things and is way too strong for the situation. You know that's fair. And I mean, a turkey is just this oversized bird with a small scrotum with a beak on it for a face. Yeah, and that's just us insulting ourselves. Where the other <laughs> one is boldly us. We're a big giant gun. To a knife fight. Unless you look at, <laughs> unless you look at a bald eagle head on, they don't look so intimidating at that point. We're the girl that got in an argument, and instead of breaking up with us, she lit our house on fire. 
That, that's <laughs> yeah, us. That's us. We're, we're over-exaggerators. <laughs> so, so speaking of uh, early American history, Paul Revere never actually shouted, The British are coming! I knew this. I knew that, too. Yeah, I knew this, too. I like to be all snooty about it. Well, but. you <laughs> both won yourself beers from the fridge. We're both, uh, we're both terrible. Oh, what is it? Spencer brought this up earlier to me this week. Me and Sarah are both terrible elitists on both sides of the spectrum, where I'm just on one side and she's on the other. Yep. So we both have the same passion and hatred towards things and like to be real pretentious. The, but, the immovable object meets the unstoppable force. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, while everyone knows the story of Revere's famous ride in which he was said to have warned colonial militia of the approaching enemy by yelling, The British are coming! This is actually false! According to History.com, the operation was meant to be quiet and stealthy since British troops were hiding out in Massachusetts countryside. Also, colonial Americans still considered themselves to be British. True. Um, history, <laughs> I'm coming! Wait, History oh, Channel also look. said that the, the pyramids <laughs> were built by aliens. Yeah, well. And that, like, Santa Claus was an alien. I saw it on an episode. You know one that I also learned recently about George Washington's teeth? Turns out they weren't wooden. No, they weren't. No, <laughs> no. Turns out they were just actual human teeth. Yeah, they're just teeth. Yep, yep. From a, you know certain. The cherry tree thing is not real. No, no. Nope. Uh, wonder if he actually did say he'll shut not tell a lie. Do you know what they called him before he was uh, the president? Like when he was a, uh, a general for the Civil War. Honest they George? said that no, they they said that he could make a hyena cry. Because oh. he was just such a fucking... Depra- they said they would read his letters from the war and he would talk about how horrible it was. War! How horrible war yeah. was. And they'd be, be like, this guy's a downer! <laughs> like, hey, like, they would bitch about like, him being a downer. Dare, how dare he have the audacity? Yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny you mention that too because, like, the populace's conception of what war was versus what war actually was was very two different things. Also, you saw it with the Civil War, like in the earlier days of the beginning of the Civil War, like people brought their families out to battle zones to yeah. watch it, thinking like, oh, we'll take the kids out for a jolly good show. Well, people were literally <laughs> just not getting trained. There's your brother Timmy, way behind the Timmy. Wait, why isn't Timmy getting up? <laughs> right, there goes Timmy. <laughs> yeah, there goes Timmy. I just, yeah, I just oh, think good. that we're bold motherfuckers always looking for a fight. That's why I think that uh, a bold eagle. We're idiots. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> headstrong idiots. Yes. Like, idiots with a little bit too much to drink and he's bigger than you. Worth the trap <laughs> one time. Yeah, actually, that's pretty good. One day we'll get shot. You know, but not today. <laughs> In the meantime, did you know the Olympics used to award medals for art? From 1912 to 1948, the Olympics Games held competitions in the fine arts. Medals were given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Naturally, the art created, uh, the art created was required to be Olympic-themed. According to the founder of the modern Olympics, Pierre de Friday, Friday, Friday the addition of the arts was necessary because the ancient Greeks used to hold art festivals alongside the games. Before the art events were eventually removed, 151 medals were awarded. Wow, I so, didn't know that they were naked in the Olympics. Well, I mean, no shit. Everyone was so naked everybody back was then. naked. Everyone was and naked. Around art. <laughs> naked. How do you make architecture sports themed? I mean, all Get sports were, were killing people. <laughs> it's, I, pretty much sports were just either running, throwing things, or killing stuff. So all you gotta do is form art around that, and just, there you go. That's true. 
These were very basic concepts back in the Maybe day. Maybe it was one of those live painting things that I think are really boring. <laughs> I think it's funny to see, because we see the arts get defunded out of our schools, so I think it's interesting to see that the longest last, one of the longest lasting sporting I, events honored art more than we do now. <laughs> I, I think that as long as... It matters... We don't have enough money for, like, school books, so that's why art gets de- unfunded. So if we had properly head. funded education, then, then everybody would have the money for them. Uh, but art is not important to education. It's important to creativity. Well, speaking of money, one time 100 imposters claimed to be Marie Antoinette's dead son. After the French Revolution, eight-year-old Louis, I don't know Roman numerals, <laughs> XV... Let me say, I do. XV... I know something, Spencer doesn't know. Oh, well, you can... It's the 17th. Cool. You use letters for numbers. Good for you. Yeah. X is ten. V is five. And the the, the letters the numbers after it are two. I always get mixed up when the the, the eyes are before or after the V. That's when. Sometimes yeah, it's after, and then when it does a four, it's connected. Or when it when it's a yeah when it's a four, it's connected. I'm just gonna stick to numbers. But thank you. <laughs> was imprisoned and ne- oh sake. So anyway, after the French Revolution, eight year old Louis the seventeenth was imprisoned and then never seen in public ever again. His parents were executed in 1793, and afterwards he was horrifically abused, neglected, and le- and left isolated in a prison cell in the Paris Temple. In 1795, he died of tuberculosis at ten years old. His body was buried in secret in a mass grave. Years later, dozens of men came forward claiming to be him because a bourbon restoration was a possibility and a successful claim, claim, and claimant. I'm learning words today too. (laughs) As a successful thingy, could then potentially find himself (laughs) on the throne of France. Sure, you want me to read these? (laughs) I actually am loving you reading them. It's quite entertaining. Wonderful. I you saved yourself. Thingy? Yeah. That was actually <laughs> super appropriate. Because <laughs> I agree, it was a thingy. Indeed. Indeed, it was indeed a noun. <laughs> yeah. It was a thingy. <laughs> it was a thingy. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to know how the hell that happened. A hundred imposters. Because a hundred dudes showed up at the same time. Yeah. But, like, was this a group effort, or... I guess that it wouldn't true. be. Did they all have the same it's idea? Like, it's like when a girl posts a really pretty selfie and then a hundred dudes send the same DM. Hey. Right, but this selfie... Yeah. They're just like, hey, what's up, beautiful? But the selfie's a ten, ten-year-old dead tuberculosis child. Yeah, in this circumstance it is, and it was 130 dudes. Isn't it always? I, yeah. I, gave, yeah. I gave the selfie less dudes. This is true. This is true. This is fair. Okay, well. On it's to probably the- more. You can just flip the page over. I mean, it's up to you. I could do it however I want. He's got a clipboard and everything, guys. I look professional. Five. <laughs> Napoleon was once attacked by a horde of bunnies. This is one of my favorite history facts ever. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, what's a horde of bunnies? Uh, Would you like just to use your context facts? clues, bud. Wait, wait. <laughs> bunnies come in hordes? Have you seen them fuck? I've seen bunnies in large groups, right. but I haven't seen bunnies in a traveling like. Well, yeah, like is, that the, is that the scientific name for like a group of bunny? A horde? A flock a gr- of geese? A, gro- a, of a group of animals is called a horde. Well, no, you know how like there's like a murder of. Uh, that's a group. That's a group of uh, crows. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like, what's that to bunny? Because not every is horde. Horde is a generalized term, oh, I believe. Okay. I believe it's a generalized term for a large animal. Like a stampede is a lar- a large group of animals mm. running. 
Well, yeah. let's find out how they attacked poor old Napoleon. Once upon a time, the famous conqueror Napoleon Bonaparte was attacked by dot 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 bunnies. The emperor was had requested that a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men. His chief of staff set it up and had men round up reportedly 3,000 rabbits for the occasion. When the rabbits were released from their cages, the hunt was ready to go. At least that was the plan. But the bunnies charged towards Bonaparte and his men in a vicious and unstoppable onslaught. And we were taught that Waterloo was the conqueror's greatest defeat. Did they have sharp pointy teeth? I would assume so. <laughs> and the only way to defeat the bunnies was That's with the uh, only hand grenade. I mean, that's a hell. Of, that's a super like fancy way to die. I'm just surprised that like are bunnies that smart? Would they would just remember like this one asshole that just caged them? Because it wasn't like Napoleon was the person that captured the bunnies. Like that means the bunnies heard about it through the other people. Right. Through the bunnies. So bunnies know English. Are bunnies actually government spies? Uh, well, they weren't speaking English. The bunnies were... Oh, He's Napoleon. French. He's French. <laughs> no, it's a conspiracy. I can make it whatever language I want. <laughs> I like how you suited it for yourself. <laughs> like, everybody spoke English forever. <laughs> like, in every country and every place. It just reminds me of the picture of, like, it's uh, one of the Sphinx from the pyramid, but just photoshopped this generic white dude's face on it, <laughs> on the Sphinx itself, and I'm like, ah, Dude, history. This, let's just go back in time. <laughs> Everyone knows me. <laughs> it's okay to be here because I look like. But either way, so the rabbits understood human language, and <laughs> somehow just knew like maybe the rabbits are trying to convince us that pigeons are the drones when really the rabbits are the drones after all. It's not just it's pigeons; like it's all birds. It's all birds. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yes. the conspiracy is, it is eagles? that what eagles? All <laughs> birds are fake. They are drones. That's why all the birds were replaced in 1969 by Nixon. <laughs> that, that, that's the theory. Is that real? No, it's a conspiracy oh, theory. Con no, that's fake. So oh, no, I'm not kidding oh, you. It's a real you conspiracy. You know why they hang out Because they're charging. Because they're charging. That's the, joke. Yeah. That's the punchline. It's not, not the... a joke. It's a real conspiracy. Oh, Jesus Christ. So what do we Christ. have for Thanksgiving? What? Turkeys. Are oh, that's provided that's by the GMOs. government. That's GMOs. That's provided by the government. That's what they grow GMO looks like. Those aren't birds. Those aren't flight birds. Okay. So they, they, you know. It's still a bird. You said all birds. No, all birds. Yeah, I meant generalized. <laughs> not all birds, birds. Jody. Okay, not all birds. <laughs> all birds were the fuck at least. <laughs> anyway, six women were once banned from smoking in public. Six? Just not six? Just this? Yeah, we're only at six. It's gonna be a long one. <laughs> no, wait. All women or six women were? Oh, no. There were only six women in general. Fuck those women. That's, that's, what, what, that's what the general populace said. That's what I mean. I, I was like, did they say all women or they were like, yo, these six bitches can't smoke in public? <laughs> in 1908, did they even have bubblers back then? Was bubblers? Bongs, bongs th is it a, it's a called a bong? water pipe. Above water pipe. <laughs> okay, fine. So a bubbler is not a water pipe. A, bu a bubbler is a hand water pipe. Oh, but they had those back then. They had them. I never since really thought glass. about how old since glass. Since gla glass has been blown. Well, there's some had... physics that comes into it. The idea of like sucking down your preferred substance and then it like Gla glass up and glass is the healthiest way to go about smoking. Oh, for w sure. Wooden wooden pipes are probably the older the older than that. Right. And they do make stone pipes, but glass since they've been blowing glass, they've been making glass pipes. Well, I meant more like the water pipe. Like I can I can imagine someone just I don't know what this th we should do an episode on the history of the water pipe. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I actually would love to know that. Shout out to all my plumbers out there. This one's for you the water do you pipe. Know when glass <laughs> started? No. 
some dude was just like, that sand looks hot, let's blow on it. Close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 23 Bro. to 79 AD. 23. See, we don't know Whoa. exactly when. Also, this is a bonus fact, not part it of the It was 50. something about shipwreck sailors accidentally discovering glass making. Um, How do you accidentally <laughs> stumble upon? I, you know what I think? Maybe you ever heard of like when lightning hits the beach? Oh, yeah. It makes glass. glass. There's certain places in the world where you can set up uh, these polar things and they shoot light. And when lightning hits, it hits them. Hmm. And then they go into the, the ground and then they dig them out. And it's like these crazy sculptures and you can buy them. Only ever seen that happen in Minecraft. It's also happened in that movie Sweet Home Alabama. Where the skies are so blue? No, the, mo- the in the movie, the love interest does that for a living. He he gets, uh, he, you know, lets lightning hit the sand. Neat. Digs it up. For a living? That's what he that does. That sounds like, like something that someone on HGTV who's shopping he for He sells them online or something or sells them to art people. Hi, yes, I'm a professional uh, sandal executor and my wife sharpens pencils for a living. We have a $3 million budget. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> But either way, sharpening pencils. Sharpening pencils for a living. So, women were once banned from smoking in public. In 1908, New Yorker Katie McCulkey was arrested for striking a match against a wall and lighting a cigarette with it. Why? Because this was a violation of the Sullivan Ordinance, a city law banning women and only women from smoking in public. You During, goddamn women. <laughs> yeah, you go oh, to the moon with you. Fucking remember that was on Trying to TV. smoke in public. What's wrong with you? <laughs> During her hearing at the district court, Macaulay argued about her right to smoke cigarettes in public. She was fined, get this, $5. Two weeks later, the Sullivan Ordinance was vetoed by New York City's mayor. But how much was $5 then? Oh, um, let's find out. I feel like if I went back in those times, I would just get in a lot of fights and probably get beat up because people would just be super disrespectful to like people I thought were nice, like Mm -hmm. women and like my neighbor or something. (laughs) And they'd be like, oh, this guy, fuck this guy. And I'd be like, what are you being disrespectful to John? John's awesome. And they'll be like, you know, because they're just being an asshole because he's like a different race or something. And I just won't be able to understand because it's like 1904 and not 2020. (laughs) Where people yeah. are still doing that? Oh, <laughs> nothing's so, changed except oh. for I can hit them and it's understandable now. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently $1 is worth about 28 bucks nowadays. Five, $5 is now $28? No, $1 is $28. Fuck. Oh, yeah, right? How times have changed. <laughs> I worked the minimum. I have a lot of money in, <laughs> back in the time. In 1908 times. Yes, you do, buddy. Yes, you do. I go back to 1908. That's when my grandfather was born. So that was $140. Yeah, okay. That's a pretty steep fine. Yeah. Shit. For smoking a cigarette <laughs> in no, public, that's... Lighting a match, even. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, that's true. Well, she did it on the city law building, so, you know, that's how dare she... That's punk. That is, <laughs> that is super punk. Dude, Katie's fucking punk as fuck. Right. The govern the government literally poisoned alcohol during prohibition. I am not surprised oh, yeah. by that. During I'm not pro- surprised by anything we do. Yeah, <laughs> We're a colorful bunch. During, <laughs> during pro- prohibition in the United States, the US government literally poisoned alcohol. When people continued to consume alcohol despite despite its banning, law officials got frustrated and decided to try a different kind of deterrent. What kind of frustration is that? Yeah. Oh boy. They Imagine ordered- being in the room when they decide that. And they're like, why don't we just put fucking poison in? Why don't we just say fuck these people? Because the they're stupid and they want to drink. The early... <laughs> Except ACAB back then was all cops are bullies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, they ordered the poisoning of industrial alcohols manufactured in the U.S., which were products regularly stolen, or products regularly stolen by bootleggers. By the end of the prohibition in 1933, the federal poisoning program is estimated to have killed at least 10,000 people. The federal po- federal poisoning program. The fi- f- oh, fuck fucking hell. <laughs> See, the problem in our country is we give that word America to the most ignorant, crazy people. We should give it to the most out, out, outrageous no, crazy people. Yeah. Did yeah. you know they had a meeting between Canada and our country to stop people from like getting alcohol from Canada? I could what? see that. Yeah. <laughs> Where they, they were like, stop. How about like, stop? It's like, stop giving And Canadians were like, we don't understand. I can't do a Canadian accent. I try. What I try. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Mounties maple syrup. Anyway. Captain Morgan actually exists. That's This was number eight. Oh, yeah. I know he exists. Yes. Face of the He's well. a horrible human being like all hot pirates. There's a lot of people immortalized in like alcohol statues that are horrible people. But they were entertaining. And is that not what really matters? It is. It's a yeah. good story. That's all I want. Face of the well-loved Rumbrand was a totally real guy. He was a Welsh privateer who fought alongside the English against the Spanish in the Caribbean in the 1660s and 1670s. His first name was Henry, and he was knighted by King Charles II of England. See, I know in two eyes it's two. I got that one. His exact birth date is unknown, but it was sometime around 1635. He died in Jamaica in 1688, apparently very rich. One might think very rich. I just Studies like showed very rich. I just <laughs> like the whole concept of pirate pirating, where like literally countries hated other countries and they paid like reckless assholes like us <laughs> to be out who are like ship ship dudes. They were mercenaries. They, yeah, they were just like, "Yo, go fuck their shit up," and they're like, "Totally, I'll totally do that. I was gonna do it anyway." <laughs> it's like honestly, I can't even believe you offered me the job of the thing I was gonna do. Let's go, guys. <laughs> we already made money. Let's just go make more. They're like, I was going to fuck these people anyway. It's really awesome that you're going to pay me to do it. <laughs> well, speaking of more puritanical bullshit, using forks used to be seen as sacrilegious. What? Because yeah. oh. they're like the, um, the the thing that the devil carries. A pitchfork? Yeah. <laughs> what about farmers? Were they sacrilegious also? No, that was later. Bailing their hay? What? That was later. That pitchfork was later. Oh, okay, that's right. We want we wouldn't want our good crops to be full of sin. Yeah, right. What the fork? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> what Zing! The, what the fork? Forks, the widely used eating utensils. Thank you for explaining. Wait, I'm familiar. Thank you for explaining what a fork. Oh, those forks. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard, <laughs> uh, not to be mistaken with forks on the road. Uh, the, the eating utensils. More fork jokes. <laughs> were once seen as blasphemous. They were first introduced in Italy in the 11th century. These spiked spaghetti twirling instruments. Stop! <laughs> Sarah, did you write this? No. No. Where did we get it? It's on the first page. Whoever wrote this is a comedy genius. Oh yeah, it's like missed opportunities. Get out of history. Get into comedy, and then do both. Spice spaghetti twirling instruments were seen as an offense to God. Yeah. And why do you ask? Because they were, quote, artificial hands. And as such, <laughs> was considered to be sacrilege. So you better just fucking fist your food like the good Christian you are, like, just like God intended. When when the written word became popular in uh, uh, back in the day, Homer 
uh, like writing down everything, mm-hmm. Homer spoke against it. He said that it ruins and corrupts people's memory and doesn't allow... Forks? No, no, oh, no, the right <laughs> word. So, like, every piece of technology that's ever existed, old boomer assholes bitched about it, all right? Like, <laughs> from the beginning of time till now, all right? I like how, like, this is BC and you're calling them that generation boomers. They're just, like, that concept of just being an ignorant old dude who probably breathed in too much lead when they were kids, and that's why they're aggressive assholes. You mean the pesticide trucks that drove around all suburbia were probably... No, because game? every house was full of lead paint. Dude, those chips are delicious, though. And, and, our, <laughs> and all, of our, all of our parents grew up that way, and that's why the 70s was full of serial killers. All right. You know, of all the conspiracies you've said, that kind of makes sense. That's not a conspiracy, that's an actual fact. That's probably why it makes sense. <laughs> Let's see. The Titanic's owners never said the ship was unsinkable. Really? Despite what James Cameron's iconic 1997 film may have you believe... I heard that before The owners... Good for you, Jeroni. The owners never said that that it could never sink. Historian Richard Howell said the population as a whole were unlikely to have thought of the Titanic as a unique, unsinkable ship before its maiden voyage. So pretty much nobody thought it was, except James Cameron. You can't cut into it to get artifacts out. No, it's against the law. You can't cut it like out of like. I mean, you. I would say you can't by law. But do they have like scuba police? No, the guy that was like after they found it, the guy that was like leading the mission to find artifacts was like, no, you guys can't cut into it. Oh, he's for what? Why? Because I guess he, he just decided to he didn't want to ruin the body work of the sunken ship. Because that's how it works with uh with uh. With vessels that are found under seas or get shipwrecked, if you find it, it's yours, and oh, like sure. that's what shi- that's what treasure hunting is. I mean, we found it with France. Yeah, but like, yeah, because it was found through government, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but there are there are ships that have been found and treasures that have been found from people mm-hmm. where they literally knew about the shipwrecking, they knew the area, and people just searched that area forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, found the ship, and anything on that ship was theirs now, because by law. Because it fell into international waters and everyone died. Huh. Well, did you know there were more than 600 plots to kill Fidel Fa- Castro? That's right. Our 11th fact is, yes, 600. Did we do all of them? We're at 11. We're at 11. We're, we're not on fact 600. No, no, I'm asking, did we do all of the, uh, the, the assassinations? We're up to 11. I mean, I... These are 50 facts. I didn't know that there was... Have these all been assassinations? No. I thought you said there were so many attempts. Are you asking we as a country? Yes. I, I don't... Well, let's read into it and see, find out. The Cuban dictator was targeted to be killed by a large range of foes, including political opponents, so probably, criminals... <laughs> oh, and of course, even the United States. Yeah, I know I, we tried to kill them. I do, I do appreciate how they left the United States out of being criminals and political opponents. <laughs> <laughs> Among many others, tactics included everything from an exploding cigar... To a poison diving suit. All right, who watched Tom and Jerry before they fucked? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever hilarious. it takes, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It would be kind of funny to see that whole scene play out with like all the How slapstick to kill a dude. The slapstick sound effects and music, except it actually happens. So you just see the gory reality of some like, dude's head explode with all the slapstick gov- noises. But if you're a government you and you want to murder somebody, right? Why be subtle about it? Just, like, fucking blow up his castle. Yeah, murder him, right? Because then you're going to piss off the rest of the world. And fuck the rest of the world! I got nukes! Fuck you! I'm about to say, you're just trying to turn the world into an apple core. No. Bad. This is going to end... <laughs> Doesn't end. everybody else act that way? <laughs> okay, so you say we, like the government, dictates the sound of the people? 
Like, just like, no. No, people don't always want war. Not everyone... I didn't say I wanted war. I wanted, like, them to shut the fuck up because I had a gun in their head. Right, so <laughs> you don't want war. You just want all the things that will cause war. No, I want them to be quiet because I have a gun to their head. Right, well, sometimes people still speak. Well, then I'll shoot the gun. <laughs> and right, and this is how World War One started. But then they're dead. <laughs> yes, the uh, the Archduke, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, right? And then we got some yes. band in the early uh, I thought it was the, what is it, the Czar of Russia, him dying is what really caused World War Three. I was always told yeah, it was the two. Archduke Bishop. Three? Yeah, three. three is Trump's. Trump's doing that something right now. That one's right around the corner. No, World War One was uh, supposed to be the assassination of Archduke Bishop Franz Ferdinand. Okay. I'm not, I don't know. That's at least... And funny enough, like, they tried to assassinate him. He was in an open-top car, so between him and JFK, we learned uh, something. Not a great idea to be a politician in an open-top yo, car. Yo, JFK totally fucked that whole shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be in a convertible top when you're a president. Did you see the whole video? You ever see the whole thing? He gets out of the car and, like, goes and shakes little kids' hands and is, like, walking around with them and shit. He's, like, dancing around. In a perfect world, he should be able to, but... No, that's not, like, you know, the, no, no world should he ever be able to... He's the president! <laughs> Somebody's gonna go hug him and blow up! <laughs> I don't... I, see, for me, that's not part of my perfect world. If that's in your perfect world... That's, that's just okay. normal... Someone that's would do that. Normal. No. That's a thing that happens. Happens in the world. I'm not letting you get it. That's not fucking normalcy. In June 1914, a Serbian nationalist terrorist group called the Black Hand sent groups to assassinate the Archduke. That's sick. They called themselves the Black Hand. That's some comic book (laughs) crazy shit. Yeah. And then World War One happened. Who raised trench warfare? We should call ourselves the foot and just start drawing the foot <laughs> the symbol like <laughs> fucking in that and like Ninja Turtles and just bring what it What are back. the four main causes of World War One? As in M A I N. Militarism, alliances, oh, imperialism, yeah. and nationalism. Yeah, so following things. <laughs> Maybe anarchy is the right idea. Anyway, twelve. Cleopatra was not Egyptian. Despite what you may believe, no. the last queen of Egypt wasn't born in Egypt. As best as historians can tell, Cleopatra VII, that was her formal name, was Greek. She was a descendant of Alexander the Great, yeah. Macedonian general, who, Ptolemy? There's a silent P. Who the fuck did, Ptolemy, fuck you, it's there now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I, neat, I don't know, I don't really have anything to say on that one. I heard she was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I also wonder what beauty standards were like back then. She was so beautiful that fucking Based on her cliche wars. look, she was super hot. Do you imagine if they had Instagram back then? <laughs> she had her own Instagram account. Dude, I'd follow the shit out of that. Cleopatra's OnlyFans? <laughs> I never, I don't, I'm not going to buy an OnlyFans ever because I know normal girls and I'm not ugly enough, I feel, where I have to pay normal girls to see them. I'm on the opposite spectrum where my girlfriend and I have talked about just like having a night and supporting a bunch of our sex worker friends by buying some of their OnlyFans and just exploring it and just watching it. There you go. Well, that's different. You've got a girl involved in yours. Me is just pathetically giving girls money who I could possibly just be like, hey, do you want to go, like, have dinner? (laughs) There is an allure to it, but, I mean, if I pirate movies, I'm going to pirate porn, too. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not against anybody watching porn. No, of course not. I'm just simply saying that... Are you against them using forks, though? No. I'm just <laughs> simple, I, my simple argument is OnlyFans is like girls you actually like. Well, only people I know that have an OnlyFans are like girls I actually know. <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah, I don't know any girls that are like famous people or girls that like. I've never I've seen it on girls like uh, Instagrams, but I'm not interested. 
So any of the girls where I would be interested in it and they have one, I'm like, I could just like try to talk to her and I'm not going to because I'm a coward and I'm not going to pay to be a coward. So I feel like I'm at a good medium. So take a step up from coward, become a simp. That's paying? Isn't that me paying? Uh, I mean, you could buy her stuff on uh, her Amazon wish. How about me... That's not me interacting with them. Because I can deal with... They don't have to have sex with me. I'm just like, if they hang out with me and were nice to me, that sounds fun. <laughs> You're not Only like fans, but someone just being nice <laughs> to me. You're not going to like the next one. All right. Pope Gregory the Fourth declared a war on cats. Ooh. Oh, man. Yes. I'm Pope Gregory the Fourth declared war on cats in the 13th century. He said that black cats were instruments of Satan. Well. <laughs> Professor is asleep. Right now. That cat is asleep. He could not do anything to you. <laughs> because of this belief, he ordered the extermination of all these felines throughout Europe. However, the plan backfired as it resulted in an increase in the population of plague-carrying rats. Well, oh, because they killed off the natural predator. Well, natural-ish. But hey, how about that? They're not natural-ish. It's their predator. Yeah, but I mean, just... I, Cats eat mice. Right, right, but like the, the environment, shit. The, the environment of like having cities where we just throw pots of poop out the window. Let's be honest. Cats will kill anything they can kill. Wait, yeah. Cats <laughs> the plague? No, but the rats had the plague. That's what I'm saying. And the, cats, the cats were in. Cats, if, if the cats are attacking the rats, that's why I'm asking. Um, I don't know if they actually. Like, I guess are they're host. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're they can. Slippery little sleeping bastards. <laughs> So, oh, here's a good one. Mary, yes indeed, actually had a little lamb. Everyone knows the nursery rhyme, Mary had a little lamb. But you probably didn't know this was based on a true story. Her name was Mary Sawyer. She was an 11-year-old girl and lived in Boston. And one day was followed to school by her pet lamb. In the 1860s, she helped raise money for an old church by selling wool from the lamb. And I guess people haven't shut the fuck up and sang about it since. That's... That must have been a small town. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, they were like, Do you remember when she the lamb she followed her to school? That was some shit. <laughs> what what about the fact that it's an eleven year old girl they're like, Hey, there she is. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> like that's that's kind of bad. Mm. There was no internet, they were really bored. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, but Making songs about small children and the pets, I just, I, I don't know, it's the 18th, it was, it was a different time. <laughs> anyway, oh, back to our boy Richard Nixon. Uh, apparently, uh, number 15 fact, he was a great musician. The 37th president of the United States, and the only president to resign from office, because that's necessary for this fact, actually was an extremely talented musician. He played five instruments in total, piano, saxophone, clarinet, accordion, and violin. Clinton can play saxophone. So I heard. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude, he was dirty on the sax. Yes, he was. Yes, Imagine he was. he was in a ska band. <laughs> I <laughs> was thinking the same thing. Actually. Imagine <laughs> it was just like Clinton and a few other guy, like politicians. So who else would be in Clinton's ska band? <laughs> Richard Nixon for rock on vocals, bro. Rock on vocals. No, I think he's a drummer. You think? Yeah, I could see him as a drummer. He probably I definitely has this. Drummers are wet, mad, cool. And Obama's mad cool, true. bro. So it sounds... It may be, and he's quiet and, like, chill. He's, like, mysterious cool. That's a drummer. The dead Trumps. Yeah. <laughs> the dead Trumps. Dude, start that Scott man. Dude, don't even oh. call... That's what defeats him. There it is. Dude, you want those votes? Um, uh, what's his name? Joe? 
Joe Biden. Joe yeah, Biden that, that grumpy old man. <laughs> Joe Biden starts the band called the, the grumpy old man and the the lady cop. <laughs> right, that's that's who's man. Right. These are the people we chose for the. I didn't uh, choose shit. Is the proverbial weezer <laughs> that we chose yeah. for the party of the oppressed? Obama sings. Ooh. He's one of the five most musical presidents. Are you kidding me? Oh, see me? that shit? What are the other Call four? Them. Put them together, make a ska band. <laughs> Bill Clinton. All right. Bill yeah, Clinton's right, already sure. on the list. We knew that. Richard Nixon. Oh, Richard yeah. Nixon. He's not the what? He's going to play accordion? <laughs> oh, he could play I think a, you play a bass. Piano. I think you play bass, personally. I play bass? I'm not saying you play bass. I'm oh. saying he does. Nixon on bass? No, dude. Why are you insulted as a bassist? I'm terribly insulted. <laughs> I play bass sometimes and I'm not insulted. I'm glad Wait. to know we have such a good supervillain behind us. Wait. <laughs> Eisenhower released an album titled The President's Favorite Music. Dwight D. Eisenhower with the cover featuring him and the First Lady. We have to listen to that. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Well, listen, listen next listening hour. Yeah. <laughs> There's an Obama's 2012... Spotify playlist. We literally have to make a video where we build a presidential ska band. I'm in. (laughs) Thomas Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson needs to be in that band. I was thinking him before that. Thomas Jefferson's on guitar, bro. What's Thomas Jefferson playing? Thomas Jefferson is totally on guitar. I totally agree with you. He's got sick He's got them upstrokes, bro. (laughs) He's got them upstrokes. We could, ju- dude, we could get dress up. <laughs> we'll dress Stand fucking Garrett up as fucking Thompson Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll get Cheech to dress up like him. And then he'll totally be down for this, too, if I told him. <laughs> That's sick. Anyway, Lyndon B. Johnson gave interviews from the bathroom. This, for lack of a better word, unapologetic president gave interviews while using the toilet. Presidential by Was he sitting or pissing? Probably sitting. I mean, you know, you don't. Was he standing, pissing, and talking to people, or was he sitting down, talking to people? It's way more disgraceful if he's sitting. He's definitely sitting, man. Because how long is it? If you're getting interviewed, you know, that's not. Yeah. But presidential biographer, who he be? Must have been a busy guy. I guess that makes sense. Doris (laughs) Kearns Goodwin described the impetus. He just didn't want the conversation to stop. I can dedicate. I can. Uh, I can appreciate that dedication to keeping the combo rolling. Like, don't <laughs> no bathroom breaks. We just poop together. <laughs> that's a. I have. That's a. That's a. A chart of how close you are in a relationship to me. Is it ha- if you can poop with the door open? The ultimate <laughs> is if she's peeing and opens spreads her legs, so you can pee through them. No, that's, no. That's, how, that's how. That's how. That's the. Uh, <laughs> no, it starts. It starts <laughs> with you can talk through the door while using the bathroom. Then it becomes. You can keep the door open, but no eye contact. Because right? I've done this with many women. All right, I've gone through this part in my relationship where I've gotten to the point where full eye contact while shitting. I've gotten to that. I've been that close with a person. I think it starts with farting in front of each other. Fart, you're gonna bring it back to farting in front of each other. If we're well, starting is, with yeah. bowel movements, I've lived yeah. with women. You, you got to get past that before you live. No, with them. I'm not <laughs> saying that women don't fart. I'm just saying that's where the relationship. I gets, never said starts. they didn't fart. I said that I can get past that very early in the relationship. <laughs> Sounds like you definitely got past it. All right, let's see. Full eye contact. Catch <laughs> for dominance. Yes. <laughs> Ketchup was sold in the 1830s as medicine. What? Well, I mean, at the it's the 1830s, bro. So like, was go, Trump selling it? You go to Hor- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> my my fa- 
I, I've always said since Trump became president, I'm like, as soon as he became president, I'm like, does this mean I have to put ketchup on my steak when I eat it? <laughs> does he do that? He definitely fucking does oh, that. Right. He eats pizza with a, uh, yeah. with a fork and knife, bro. Oh, New Jersey intensifies. All right, forget ibuprofen. In the 1830s, when it came to popular medicine, ketchup was all the rage. In 1834, it was sold as a cure for indigestion by an Ohio physician. Oh, I feel a little indigestion. I need some ketchup. Named John Cook. It wasn't popularized as a condiment until the late 19th century. The more you know. Motherfucker who wrote this actually Imagine some motherfucker in like the 18th century, like before that time, like putting it on a sandwich, and they're like, what are you doing? Are you putting medicine on your fucking yeah, sandwich, Yeah, but this is, also the time, this is also the days where like you'd go to Home Depot to buy sur- surgical tools. So like, it was, it's all the same shit. We were still using, we were still bloodletting, trying to balance what a more, the phlegm. There is no more ignorant thought that has ever gone through a human being's mind than... Blood is bad. Take the blood out. Problem solved. How are you supposed to get rid of the What the fuck? What? Why did they think we were so simple? Like, I would just... Even... I could be a million years in the past, and I would just be like, that don't sound like it's going to work. Like, nobody said to him, like, that's a bad idea, bro. Honestly, that's where where they'll think of you like an anti-vaxxer. You're an anti-bloodletter, and they don't appreciate that. Dude, I'm serious. That's the stupidest shit that a human being has ever thought up, ever. And I'm really upset that nobody else called that motherfucker on his bullshit. (laughs) Of, you know, we don't bloodlet anymore, so eventually somebody did. That is the most ignorant is true, shit. Yeah. Ignorant shit I've ever heard in my life. He was like, oh, bad, bad blood, take the blood out, no more bad blood. Well, have fun having ghosts in your blood, man. <laughs> <laughs> you harlot. <laughs> ghosts in your blood. Uh, so, fact 18 President Abraham Lincoln is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. What? Before the 16th president took office, Abraham Lincoln was declared a wrestling champion. The 6th floor president had only one loss amongst his 300 what? contests. He was a fucking this dude's giant a beast, bro. He earned a reputation for this in New Salem, Illinois, as an elite fighter. Eventually, he earned his county's wrestling championship. God damn. They had it in Illinois already? Uh. During Lincoln? I mean. What? I think, wasn't Lincoln one of the first? Are you upset? Illinois? Yeah, dude, they had that shit. I had Chicago thing? (laughs) They had Illinois, I think. He's from Illinois, isn't he? Gettysburg's what? Fucking, uh... Is it it Abraham Gettysburg's Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, was it? I've been there, dude. I played Pokemon Go there. It's a squirtle nest. Everyone else is trying to find, like, old World War or... Dude, I was literally screaming about squirtles in the rain. At, at, at that place my ex-girlfriend to this day probably still hates me about that <laughs> like she decided right there she was like I don't think it's gonna work out with Matt <laughs> like I know I know that that vacation ruined it <laughs> like I, I love I, she knows who she is I love her to death she's a wonderful person but she definitely went on that trip and I was screaming about squirtles and she's like I don't think it's gonna work out <laughs> if she doesn't let you scream about squirrels she's not right for you bro exactly I think we both figured that out she's a great person though Illinois December 3rd, 1818. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's an old one. Anyway, July 4th <laughs> isn't the real Independence Day. July 4th... How is- dare you! Oh! Oh! How- that was a slight on me, you, you goddamn Aryans. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the one that wrote all these. Yeah. Blame the guy talking. Sarah would never do that to me. How did you not know this? How would I not know this, this fake news... <laughs> right, next thing you're going to tell me that Christmas actually isn't Jesus' birthday. Come on. <laughs> it isn't. No shit. That's it's the closer to my you. birthday. 
Well, happy. I'll celebrate your birthday on Christmas. Me and Jesus, guys, we're pretty tight. We'll tell Jeroni the falseness of his birthday. <laughs> I want to make. I want to somehow get Jeroni like made up in stained glass, like you'd see in a church. <laughs> and, yeah, and it was good. <laughs> July Fourth is not real American Independence Day. It's actually July second because this is when the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia actually voted to approve the resolution of independence. July 4th, though, is when the Congress adopted the official declaration of independence, and most didn't even sign that until August. Okay, this is the equivalent of the Jim Jones assholes that are like, excuse me, it wasn't Kool-Aid, it was Flavor-Aid. Like, that's because like, it was Flavor-Aid. Yes, okay, technically, yes, but does it really matter? No. Yes, it does. It actually oh, really does, because you're course. demonizing a brand that doesn't exist anymore. And... Kool-Aid still exists. Kool-Aid does now, but Flavor-Aid is the one that should be demonized. You Flavor-Aid? I thought it was gone. I bought Flavor-Aid for Heather because I found out she liked, or she was interested, not like, like is a terrible word, interested in Jim Jones. I actually, I found her an old school packet, like one that would have been given. It's really morbid because you just see like these happy cartoon children on packets that killed plenty of people, but anyway. I mean, they had to give them Flavor-Aid, they had to die, bro. Indeed, so, uh. Speaking of fun, he killed topics, a politician that day too. Hey, what happened? He yes, a, yes, he, he did. He murdered him. Yeah, well, he murdered all of them. None of that was suicide. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it wasn't suicide. It was him murdering That's a bunch of people. Murder. But anyway, back to the more fun <laughs> topics. Abraham Lincoln was also a licensed bartender. Dude did everything. Besides <laughs> being a wrestling champ, Lincoln was also a licensed bartender. In 1833, the 16th president opened up a bar called Barry and Lincoln with his Damn. friend William F. Barry in New Salem, Illinois. The shop was eventually closed when Barry, an alcoholic, consumed most of the shop supply. <laughs> that, uh... Them Lincolns! Because that's a yeah. fucking... That's a classy-ass name. Like, oh, go to Barry Lincoln for a mint julep real quick. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Do they even have mint juleps back then? Probably. That sounds fucking basic as shit. Minjulps sound like something that totally existed in the early part of the century. I would think so. Speaking of alcohol, or alcohol in general, John Adams was the first president to live in the White House. (laughs) While the White House was under construction during Washington's term, he never lived there. It wasn't until John Adams took office that a president lived there. Interestingly enough, George Washington is the only president to date who has not lived in the White House. Well, John Adams was second president? Yeah, it was. Oh. There's, well, two John, there's two John Adams. Oh, there's one John Adams and his, and his son later. Oh, that's Sam Adams. I'm fucking stupid. Yeah, Sam Adams is a patriot. You're not making... Sam Adams is the dude that said, uh, uh, what is it, if I, only had one con- if I only had one regret, it's that I only had one life to give for my country. I he think that's him. He died in September. Yeah. It's a my scene. Yeah, because he, he, they, they hanged him, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I just think that's the most badass fucking statement right before they kill you. And he's like, you have any regrets? And he's like, I only have one regret that I have one life to give for my country. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. He did that for us. Yeah. That's some fucking baller shit he did for us. This is true. The first face of the $1 bill was not actually George Washington. The first president was not the fir- or the first president was not the first face on the $1 bill. The first face to appear on the currency was Salmon P. Chase. Who the fuck is that? You know Salmon? I, mean, I know the fish. <laughs> the first dollar bill was issued during the Civil War in 1862. What a time period to start printing currency. <laughs> 
Chase was the Secretary of Treasury, and I learned, at the time, and was also the designer of the country's first banknotes. Well, how fucking modest of him to put his face <laughs> on the guy. I'm going to design these, also put a self-portrait. Do you know that you Motherfucking put a selfie on the dollar bill. And what, what he, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what is it? In uh, the Wild West, each bank uh, produced its own bills, so people would have like different bills for different places, and that's why there was a lot of counterfeits. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. See, this one I think everyone knows at this point. Tom Edison, shocker, didn't invite uh, invent the light bulb. I know that. Where, yeah, I think everyone did. And he also didn't invent he invented the He invented a one that lasted longer. He invented the idea. He didn't invent shit. He invented the idea of paying people to do things for him. And no, then he no. takes the what credit What he for did it. with the light bulb was, is they, they, someone invented the light bulb, but they couldn't get it to go for like more than like an hour or two. And he invented a light bulb that lasted a lot longer, and it ended up burning for a few years before it actually died. But, like, the concept was he figured out some way to change, like, what was made in the, the middle part. Filming. So that, Filming? Yeah. Uh, so that it would last longer. I mean, the basics of a light bulb is you have electricity running through the filament, which gets superheated, but the light bulb itself contains non-conductive gas. So yeah, like, and then he, hot heat and oxygen goes bluey. So if they put like argon, or I think krypton also. But somebody already figured out the vacuum. Somebody already figured out all that other stuff. He just had to figure out the last part. Oh, he's that guy in the group project who does no work whatsoever, and at the last minute just like adds a period to the last sentence and said, I helped, but my well, name on the, it. the challenge was that. Everybody knew what a light bulb was at that point, but they couldn't figure out how to make a light bulb last really long so that it would be viable to buy a light bulb over burning a candle. And True. he was the guy that figured out how to make it last long. He did steal a lot of ideas. But, like, no one's da- doubting that. Right. But he he was a better businessman than he was anything. Well, of course. But that was an idea that he did. Gotcha. That was one of the few things that, like, he truly invented and made Interesting. better. And he made it in New Jersey. He mm-hmm. did almost all of his stuff in New Jersey, yeah. He invented a bunch of other things, too, that were actually, like, his inventions and not stolen. I just remember learning about how he was a pretty piece of shit. Pretty big piece no, of he shit. worked at the copyright office and, like, literally stole people's oh, ideas. jeez. Yeah, like, he literally worked at the copyright office, and as they came in to do this stuff, he took their ideas. Meanwhile, Nikolai Tesla is out here making crazy... Tesla was a terrible businessman. That was his main mistake. This is true. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to be one of those good scientists that makes something and tries to give it to everybody oh. so that it can better the world. What a loser! <laughs> and and that, that's what he did, and that's why he's only popular now, because we now know the full story. But it 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 took this long for people to even appreciate him as a person. I mean, I didn't know about him as a child. My father told me about him after reading a read about him in a book. Interesting. Well, did you know number twenty four? Betsy Ross didn't design and sew the first American flag. I didn't At least that. the only proof we have of this is that from Ross's grandson, William Canby, who claimed in 1870 that his gam-gam had the idea, <laughs> the real creator was more likely to be Francis Hopkins, Hop, Hopkinson from New Jersey. Shout who signed the Declaration of Independence. You didn't have a flag without us. <laughs> <laughs> and also designed many seals for the U.S. government. So the more you know, New Jersey is just that much more. We're awesome. so much better than you. Stars and bars, baby. So this one, I know, cars weren't invented in the United States. I knew that already. Yeah. So do you know who is the who was given the official like first car? Oh, I don't. I just know it was European. Japan, well, let's find. No, no, no. It was right. European. 
It is European, and it's your it's tonight's favorite country too. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it wasn't Henry Ford's Model T in 1908. The first car was actually was created in that the 19th century when European engineers Carl Benz and Emil Levisseur were working on automobile inventions. Benz patented the first automobile in 1886. German. Wow. The same Benz. I don't hate the Mercedes country. Benz. I just kidding. think that they don't deserve an army because every time they have one, they start a war. With the Empire plan. Well, speaking of armies, George Washington mm-hmm. opened a whiskey distillery after his presidency. Apparently, uh, George Washington. That's sick. Right? <laughs> Apparently, being the first president of the United States wasn't enough for old Georgie in his lifetime. After his term, Washington opened a whiskey distillery. By, uh, by 1799, Washington's distillery was the largest in the country. He was also a head general during the Civil War. This is true. This is true. This is why I went from segueing war to war. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. 11,000 gallons of unaged whiskey. After the president's death, the business was no more, however. Nobody wanted to step up to the plate and adopt President Washington's... Maybe because he was killing slaves and beating the shit out of them. No, we don't remember that part of history, okay? (laughs) I remember it. You were there? Uh I wasn't there, I just read a bunch about it. He did not like... The people that he made work for him. <laughs> yeah. For no money. It turns out the American history is a little bit whitewashed that we have in our schools. Who would have, I'm who just saying who that, a fucking that thought. dude was kind of a douchebag. How dare you, sir? Yeah. Blah, blah, it was a different time. Sure was. <laughs> That's not an actual retort. This time we would have beat the shit out of him with pipes. <laughs> and he would have deserved it. Water pipes? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number 27, Ronald Reagan was a believer in astrology. <laughs> Such a Leo thing My to say. Boy. Ronald Reagan, one no more thing I don't thing. like about him. He What's up? No, he was an Aquarius. He was an Aquarius? I'm pretty sure. Of course you know that. Because I read the You're facts. First person? of all, he's a fucking Hollywood what? actor. You're an astrology person? No, I'm a Reagan person. Go Reagan. You're a no, I'm not. I'm about, I'm about to say, it's like, okay, I know that's Ronald a joke, but even hearing it come out of your mouth was just like... Ronald oh. Reagan is like the, f- is <laughs> like the, is like the world's shittiest puppet. Yeah. <laughs> the people still love him. There's, he still has a decent the, following. I- idiots love him that don't, n- know nothing about history and know nothing about what he actually really represents. That Dude, that trickle-down economics, just give it a few more years and he'll start working. Oh, yeah. A few more years. He didn't even probably think of that shit because he's a fucking puppet. <laughs> I will say one thing I learned about Reagan. Um, so everyone knows the old little bicycle gang called Harley Davidson. In the eighties, uh, Harley was making like everyone was the Japanese market was entering the United States, and so Harley couldn't keep up with the Japanese. They he could not make they could not make bikes as efficient and fast as the Japanese. So little Harley cried over to Mama Reagan and got every every bike above 700 cc so every motor bigger than 700 cc had a tariff placed on it if it was from out of seas to try and boost Harley's um a Harley sales funny enough Honda saw that or Honda played the game they made a 650 cc turbo bike that was faster more efficient and I'm pretty sure cheaper than the Harley Davidson so fuck you and your lobbying anyway some bullshit, bro. That's like the yeah. that's totally anti-capitalism. If oh yeah. You really look at it because somebody made a more efficient product than you, and you should be eliminated because of that. And oh, you're yeah. fucking upset. <laughs> There's also the whole import thing with cars, where a lot of cars were being imported back in the before the 25 year rule. A lot of cars were being imported because it was cheaper. It, it was cheaper to import the less safer and better looking cars from overseas because America just had an obsession with putting bulky ass fucking bumpers and everything. So, 
I forgot which company. There was a video that was put up, but it had been taken down, so I'm not going to quote it or reference, because I don't know if Donut Media wants me to say their name. But <laughs> apparently it was um, it was supposed to be like Mercedes. Like, one of the European companies is what lobbied to our government because their U.S. domestic cars that they made for this country were not selling because people were importing the actual ones from Germany. That's some bullshit. Right? And so they just put an arbitrary number, said, oh, you can't import a car until it's 25 years old. There's a lot of, there's some stipulations on how you can. Also, sometimes cars just get taken apart and put in shipping crates and sent overseas and reassembled. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> and then you just register your new R34 GTR as a Nissan Maximo. I don't know. Skyline. <laughs> yeah. well, tell people that they can't own things that they're not, that are they're willing to pay and do legally. Like it's ridiculous. I agree. Like if they're willing to go through the proper channels and pay for the pay for it, what's the fucking difference? Mm. Indeed. You well. Know? Back to our boy Reagan. He was deeply interested in astrology. Both he and Nancy were, actually. And, if you were curious, Ronald Reagan was an Aquarius. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Though the cosmos never influenced any policy decisions on his part, he reassured. <laughs> Just in case you were scared. Back to our boy Washington. Young George Washington could definitely tell a lie. We were just discussing this. We were. There's a myth about young George Washington that the states of the president, when he was a boy, cut down his father's apple tree with a hatchet. When his father confronted him, he said, I cannot tell a lie. Yeah, never happened. It first <laughs> appeared in an autobiography of Washington, where the writer later admitted he was just trying to display the president's virtuous name. Nature. Virtuous nature, excuse me. So yeah, fun fact. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. Hmm. On July 4th. Damn so right. Not, not, not Independence Day. This is John. This in is Independence. No, this is Adams. That's Jefferson. what it's actually called. This is Poser Independence. This is this is Adams. Independence Day. No, it's, Adam, Independence it, no, it's day. Adam Jefferson Die Day on July fourth, eighteen. Damn fucking straight. Eighteen twenty-six. Both U.S. presidents, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, passed away. They killed presidents on my birthday. Within five <laughs> hours of each other. Crazy. There were once fellow patriots turned at. Are, they were once fellow patriots turned adversaries, and they were also the last surviving members of the original American revolutionaries. Oh, here's here's a fact that we definitely did not know. Christopher Columbus did not actually discover America. Are you fucking kidding me? I, 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 mind fucking blown. You mean that slave owning guy? No, no. This European explorer did not discover America. Columbus was 500 years too late. In fact, it was the Norse explorer Leif Erikson who landed on American shores during the 10th century. Erikson could be considered the first European to discover America. Oh yeah, that guy's not good at nothing. <laughs> I mean, there's already people that were Stupid living in America so was really discovered in the first place. Tell my dad that shit. He'll fucking get so pissed off at you. I'm so surprised people still give a shit about Christopher Because he cares about anything that has to do with Italian people looking good. <laughs> if we look good in it, he doesn't give a fuck. If at all the rat, if it's a store, like he could easily be bought into any kind of evil scenario. If they were like Italians are great, he's like you're sure. right. We should just, follow you. Do we just gloss over the Mussolini years, or yeah, like, <laughs> you can't like my. He's like pasta's amazing. Fuck all you guys. I mean, it's <laughs> fair. It's a carbohydrate. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. Anyway, so witches weren't actually burned at the stake in Salem. The witch trials in Salem, Massachusetts, lasted between February 1692 and May of 1693. Nearly 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft, including the homeless, the elderly, and a four-year-old girl. The majority were jailed, and some were hung, 
But none of these people ever got burned alive. They used to do this thing where they would tie them to a tree out in the winter. Like, they would just bring them out into the woods and tie them to a fucking tree and leave them. That's, that's super fucked. That is really fucked. In the middle of the winter? Like, you oh, just yeah. leave somebody in the fucking woods like that? Do you want me to read some facts, Spencer? Do you want a break? Sure. I would love a break, actually. My beer is beckoning. Okay. Oh. I think we're at 33. 33. Oh, wow. We're at 33. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're cruising right along. Benjamin Franklin never thought turkey should be the national bird. It wasn't Ben Franklin. It was George, It was Abraham Lincoln that thought that. Well, Benjamin Franklin didn't either. Okay. Was that was that an understood or fake fact? I didn't even. I didn't he said it says while writing to his daughter in 1784, Ben Franklin was complaining about the bald eagle being chosen as the United States national national symbol. He said that the bald eagle had bad moral character. He said. I think it's perfect for us. <laughs> <laughs> He said the turkey would be a better idea, but he was joking. Oh, that joke to Ben Franklin, which he actually wasn't known for. <laughs> he wasn't a president either. People no. always think that he was a president. Who the fuck thought he's a president? People, a lot of people will think Ben, Fran- ben Franklin. Yeah. Is Don't get wrong. He's on the hundred dollar bill. He did pretty good for himself. <laughs> he was. A, he fu- he fucked mad bitches, dude. He fucked. <laughs> yo, he fucked. He had like mistresses in uh, France and shit. Mistresses in France, yeah, dude. Bro? He was in sex clubs and I'm, crap like that. That shit yeah. is baller, dude. The motherfucker was. Banging chicks. You know, they forgot right. that part in my history book. In they was grade. banging chicks. <laughs> he's the one person that my dad would have dinner with if he could. Yeah? Really? One history, yeah. I don't think he'd want to have dinner with any of us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, Sarah. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm being serious. I heard he was, like, crazy about ladies, and he didn't, like, give a fuck about anything As else. I said, no, it's not mutual. And I, I, just think, I just think it would be funny... To, like, know that Ben Franklin was just running around like, hey, what's up, lady? You're making what's Ben Franklin out? sound like Johnny Bravo. I, I honestly think that's that's how I imagine him more in my mind. <laughs> Is this dude just, like, constantly being like, what's going on? Didn't you know Johnny hey, Bravo was I, I'm, after Ben Franklin? I'm, a, I'm assuming <laughs> that sexual harassment back there was just all over the place. <laughs> sexual harassment back then was the woman saying no and the guy being pissed. Yeah, like that that was harassment in those days. We were at that point of misogyny. <laughs> Your woman didn't put out jailer. <laughs> uh, Thirty-four. Marie Marie Antoinette never said, "Let them eat cake." Yes, I know that. I, okay. How could anyone confirm and or deny the statement that she made? Like there were people there, and they said she didn't say that. Well, she just said it after yeah. the statement. The statement got taken out of context, and that's why. Is that why there was a war and then she was decapitated or something? Right? It's something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of the details. She deserved it. Number 35, Walt Disney didn't draw Mickey Mouse. Whoa. What? <laughs> While Walt Disney did have the idea of Mickey Mouse and also provided the voice, the imagery was created by the an- animator UB Iwerks. I don't think it's pronounced like that. What, Steamboat but, Willie? But he came up with all the iconic features. He won't look at the adorable mouse the same again. Very upset. I really, I get a controversial statement. I don't give a shit about Disney. I don't, like, it's... You don't care about the second greatest American animator to ever live? Probably, probably the world's most famous animator. I've never said he did... Okay, so it's like the Beatles. Never said they didn't do things. Never said they didn't earn their fame. No, see, the Beatles stole other people's ideas and got famous from taking those ideas. Walt Disney is one of the most talented animators to ever live. I just like, didn't care for he, what Disney puts out. I like the old school animated animated stuff, but just like... And that was mostly him. 
that's good. everything everything before 1966 is in okay well when I say old school I mean like the stuff that I watched as a kid so maybe not maybe not him, that's him. all his influence and all of his oh his, for sure the hand animated you know, stuff like, yeah, but the, all that stuff is because of the industry. He he's the first person to take a character and multi massively media him. That's pretty neat. The only character that's ever did did not before that is Felix the Cat. He based his model for Mickey Mouse off of Felix the Cat. How old is Felix the Cat? Nineteen seventy three. Uh, was it the nineteen seventeen? Wow. It's the first cartoon, official oh, cartoon. Oh, true, because that's, like that's the style that like Cuphead is modeled after and stuff. Yeah, it's all, like... mo- it's all modeled after the original cartoon, mm-hmm. and the original cartoons are Felix the Wallop! Cat. He's yep. the first character to ever be created for a cartoon. Interesting. There's two of them on my body. Cuphead was also uh, anim- hand-animated. It was hand-animated. I've, I've been thinking about buying it. It's frustratingly fun. Yeah, that's what it I is. It's just one of those things... Yo, Professor, knock that fucking off! We're recording. <laughs> okay, My cat so was scratching shit. The next fact. Warren cats. A lot of history's disasters were caused by lack of sleep. What? Sleep deprivation caused history disasters. Kyle seems <laughs> highly concerned. <laughs> He's like, I don't sleep a lot. What's going on? I'm going to cause the world to end? <laughs> guessing Chernobyl's one of them? No. What makes you think that? Uh, I don't know. It looks like they had a blast. That's though. the first one. Oh! Take that, Russia! Was it really the first one? It says, start counting those sheep because sleep is so, so important. So many of history's greatest disasters were the result of lack of shut-eye, including... I would just like to prove to my boyfriend that he should not try to convince me to lose sleep to work on things. <laughs> anyway, Ch- Chernobyl, Three Mile Islands, the Challenger Explosion, and the Exxon Oil Spill, to name a few. Really? Yeah. Cause Cause I, cause well, the Challenger explosion was it was either a ruptured gasket or a gasket that was never installed somewhere. Because somebody was sleepy. Yeah. Because people think losing sleep is good. Number 37. Cowboys didn't actually wear ha- wear cowboy hats. I didn't know that, and it makes There's the most There's going to be a lot of country singers that are really pissed off at you <laughs> for saying that. Those hats are stupid. They probably fly off your head when you're riding fast, though. But how else do you show Because I try to wear my pirate hat all the time when I'm riding my bike. Goes right off my head. They actually wear bowler hats. Bowler hats? Yeah. Oh, what bo- like the, like the painting of like the green apple in front of that dude in the suit, the bowler yes. hat. Yeah. Oh, neat. It's a surreal. That's a very band. classy looking, cowboy. Yeah, he looks off. It looks like a cowboy that lost the hat and that's all he had left. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like it's like it's like the lowest evolution of the cowboy. It's like hat. it was laundry day. <laughs> for, for, this is really shocking. Basically, everything about Thanksgiving is a lie. Oh, I know that. Oh, yeah. I know. I already knew that. If you believe any of that shit, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what do you think? But, we pillage but, those people. But my pilgrims. <laughs> yeah, pilgrims. You, pilgrims were so boring that they got kicked <laughs> out of their country. People were like, can you go away? <laughs> can you kindly but firmly fuck off? <laughs> They were just super, super bummer people. Uh, my turn again. Yeah. What, uh, what number are we at? I think 38. Uh, no, we are 39. <laughs> the Puritans didn't come to the New World for religious freedom. Yeah, what I just said. They got kicked out. The Protestant separ- separatists left Holland because of too much religious freedom. Too much religious freedom. <laughs> Since the country allowed Judaism and Catholicism yeah. and even atheism. They, they fled because they hated it all. <laughs> Imagine 
They, like, did the reverse of nowadays, where people are like, if you don't like it, get out. They're like, we don't like it, and we're getting out. <laughs> That'd be great. They all left and went to some that other place. Right? They were like, Anarchy, uh, Anarcha, or whatever the fuck that ice place is called. An- Antarctica? <laughs> Antarctica? We're gonna go chill with the penguins. Be up there and be like, yeah, it's cold, but fuck those fucking liberals. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who's the snowflake now? <laughs> <laughs> this is the America Trump wanted. All right, and because of this, the Puritans dipped and went to the Mayflower when they embarked across the pond over the New World. I thought none of those actually existed. I thought the Mayflower, the Nina, the, the they're Pinto, all the real Santa Maria. They're all real. Are they're they? all super real. Yeah. You get like there are rich people that track their family lines back to those ships. Neat. Yes. But also a lot of the a need. lot of the people that own this country have their their bloodlines get off those ships. Huh. Well, they were the first ones here, so they want to keep it. Turns out the bloodline also could have been from Johnny Appleseed because he is indeed real. He's a real person. We're doing a whole episode about him. Really? Yeah, he's a yeah. stinky fucking punk who ran all <laughs> over the country, just plant, and he owned. He had a bunch of money. He uh, he owned uh, apple trees all over the country, and then he just there was this thing where, if, like back in the day, in the in that part of the country where, like in that part of America at that time, where if like somebody was like traveling, you'd give him a place to crash and like a meal and stuff. This dude would fucking overstay his welcome every place he went. They would basically <laughs> kick him out, and then he would just keep moving because he was like, "Fuck staying for places I own too." He just was an asshole, fucking oogle. Back in the day when there wasn't even oogles. There wasn't even fucking trains to ride. You're freaking out, Professor. Fucking <laughs> Professor's playing with a toy. Oh, no, he flipped out. <laughs> he knows when it's time to run. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the folklore... Yeah, and we, he did wear a pot covered, on his head. He covered everything white. So he was pretty much a crust punk before they were cool. Yeah, he was seriously the original crust punk. He is. He, they said that he smelled super bad. Like, people <laughs> talked about how he smelled. Well, that checks the first mark. <laughs> Once I saw the fact, I knew. I, knew <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude. Number 41. Walt Disney is not cryogenically frozen. No, he is not. Walt Disney died in 1966, and there's yep. a widely spread myth that his body was cryogenically frozen in the hopes that when technology advances enough, he'd be revived. Well, sorry, but Disney was not actually cremated. Oh, Disney was actually cremated. Yeah, he also wasn't an anti-Semite. He was actually a victim of racism because he was the only Christian animator at the time when he was, when he started cre- creating and really? all the other animators were Jewish so they made up this rumor that he had connections to the Nazis and he took he he was never a really religious person before that but he took it as a real slight that they attacked his religion and after that he got very very religious and became like very uh, and his attitude with it, he involved Christianity and his religion in his art because of the oppression he felt from the other the other animators so they actually made him more religious by doing that because before that he really didn't talk about his religion that much before that and it was just but it was just Jewish dudes fucking giving him a hard time while he was coming up so bad that he just took pride in his Christianity after that interesting because he became a better success, more successful animator than them and he was like well maybe if you were a fucking Christian you would have been better you know like that's Ooh, his attitude okay, yeah, no yeah. he mm. that was his attitude afterwards and that is wrong but it's not anti-semitic no it's, it's, it's an yeah. attitude of being oppressed by a bully and you being like fuck that bully during a time of ignorance I'm a big defender of Walt Disney other than what the, he did to his animators he was horrible to them 
He was known to spit at them. <laughs> That's what Jesus would have wanted. He, he was known to spit at them. <laughs> Number 42. The 1929 Wall Street crash did not cause a rash of suicides. On Black Tuesday, October 24th, 1929, the most shocking stock market crash occurred in U.S. history. It is widely believed that the financial crisis caused countless deaths by suicide, but this was not the case. There were two. Still still heavy to think, yeah. like, the because stock market some cash. Yeah. The one dude jumped out his window. That was the famous one. That'll, that'll fucking do it, man. U.S. President Zachary Taylor overdosed on cherries. What? Who the fuck is Zachary Taylor? You didn't know that? I don't even he know who that is. He overdosed on cherries? Yeah, what does he look like? There's also one that like, died from eating too much ice cream. I know, I know a little girl. Uh, what is it? When she was a kid, I like we went to high school together, this girl. And she went to the hospital because she OD'd on pickles. Because of the sodium. She ate so many pickles that the sodium level in her body overloaded. And she almost died. And she had to literally go to the hospital and they had to take care of her for like a week. Really? Because she ate so many fucking pickles. So, because of that, her mother was terrified it was going to happen to her little sister who loved pickles. Because <laughs> I remember when I would be at her house, her mother would be like, get her away from the pickles. <laughs> and I would always be like, why? And she told me one time, she was like, I'm sorry if I sound paranoid, but I literally spent a week in the hospital when Deirdre was a kid because she ate so many pickles that she almost went to the hospital. Because she went to the hospital. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, in her defense, though, pickles are pretty dang. They are really good. It's not enough to send me to the hospital, but... So when I heard Zachary Taylor, I kind of thought of, like, some pop boy band looking dude. This guy (laughs) does not look like a pop boy band looking dude at all. No, no. 12th president, Zachary Taylor. He's the 12th president. (laughs) Well... I didn't know what if he was the 12th. I just knew he was the president. I don't remember here on... I mean... I just knew he was the president. I'm better at reading history. He's one of the Indian killers. He's the one what? He was a proud Indian killer. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the original ones. We should make a statue better. There's like, I think there's a poster for when he ran for president where he's like holding an Indian's head and he's like standing on a mountain. Nice. And I'm proud to be an American. It was a different time. (laughs) I was 14 when I said that. Anyway, (laughs) after serving a mere 16 months in office... U.S. President Zachary Taylor passed away after eating far too many cherries and drinking milk at a Fourth of July party in 1850. Fourth of di- July. Dude, always we'll eating cherries. You. Always eating cherries. My birthday kills presidents. <laughs> he, he died on July 9th from gastro gastroenteritis. The acidic cherries, along with the milk, is believed to have caused this. That's fucked. I know a person that passed away because they drank a bottle of antidepressants and a a, a bottle of vodka and a bottle of orange juice. And they said the combination of the the acids from the orange juice and the the antidepressants uh, were what killed him. I mean, a whole bottle, that's that's a lot. He drank, he drank, it wasn't like the biggest bottle in the world, but it was like um, a half a gallon of orange juice and like, I guess a half a gallon of vodka. Damn. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, that it is. But number 44, Richard Nixon plotted to assassinate a journalist. Holy uh, shit. Yes, the freedom of the press. He was a paranoid dude, that Maybe Richard Nixon. Maybe he had it coming. He wanted to kill Washington com- columnist Jack Anderson, oh, yeah. according to NBC News. His plot included ideas such as putting poison in Anderson's medicine cabinet or exposing the journalist to large amounts of LSD. Thankfully, hey. the plot was abandoned. I'm guessing I was found with the uh, Watergate files. 
Let's see. And, number 45, Andrew Jackson had a vulgar parry. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I say, of all presidents, that's a sounds fitting. Now that's a sitcom. <laughs> Jackson is parried. Jackson is parried. My cat is having an awesome time with a toy. I can see that. I just want to make sure he wasn't tearing into like a camera. He's having like piece. the best of times right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stop the podcast. Look at this cat. <laughs> no, you can't see anything. <laughs> you guys are missing a cute cat. Former, uh, oh, I didn't say, yeah, Andrew Jackson taught his parrot, Polly, to curse like a sailor. There's even a, one legend that the parrot had to be taken out of Jackson's funeral for his proclativity for profanity. I want a cursing parrot that when I die, it's just there, like, this is fucked up. Shit! <laughs> 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 He's like, wow, he really bit the dust. <laughs> and you thought you swore too much. He just says, like, weird little in, in the window. Yeah. And then hits on girls. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Number 46. Former U.S. President Bill Clinton lost the nuclear launch codes. Oh, that'd be something I would do. I can't wait to read about the stuff that Trump did that we don't know about. Oh, right. That, like, was going on there. They're like, dude, he seriously fucking, like, spilled... A b- beer all over this panel or something. He actually phoned Putin instead of Ivanka and started talking dirty to him. So. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so uh, the former president seriously lost the personal ID number needed to confirm nuclear launches. And not just briefly, for like months on end. This is all according to then chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff who understandably called this misstep a gargantuan deal. This is true. 47. The Iron Maiden wasn't a thing. What are you talking about? They're a great band. There are things. I know. There are things called the Iron Maiden. No, this supposed torture device never actually existed. What? The widespread medieval use of a classic 18th century myth supported because of perceptions that the Middle Ages were a widely uncivilized era of violence and mayhem. They were bad, but not that bad. Oh, whatever. <laughs> 48. Calvin Coolidge owned a pair of lions. Calvin Coolidge. Honestly, one of the raddest names ever. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good name. So you, you have the name cool in your name. You're, you're already... Hi, like, I'm Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> this this is Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Former U.S. President Calvin Coolidge had many a pets, ranging from a donkey to a bobcat. Oh, and a pair of lions. They were gifted as cubs from the government of South Africa. Their names, Tax Reduction and Budget Burrow. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, looking at the cat. Next time, <laughs> next time you want to name your pet, consider Tax Reduction or Budget Burrow. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> My next cat's name is Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Just Battle Cat. Only if you get him, like, a Bowser costume from his Yeah, well, wear, I'm going to cut his hair so that he has a poof by his neck and a poof by his tail. Right on. I dig it. 49, the Bloody Mary wasn't always called a Bloody Mary. The popular brunch beverage and hangover cure didn't actually start off as being called a Bloody Mary. Nope. It was actually called a Bucket of Blood. Ha! <laughs> <We gotta, laughs> that's bring, a way better name. Yeah, we got to bring that back. We're going to I'll have one bucket of blood! I will happily... A Bloody Mary's just like, eh, a bucket of blood? Fuck yeah, dude. I'll have a bucket of blood. Appetizing. After Bucket of Blood, it transitioned to Red Snapper and then finally Bloody Mary. That's also a better name than Bloody Mary. I would rather... <laughs> I'll, take a, I'll take a hard Red Snapper, please. Yeah. I like that, too. With celery. <clears throat> and finally, 
We have done it. The big 5-0. A woman was elected to Congress before women could vote. A woman? That's weird. In my Congress? <laughs> that's a silly. A woman? Uh, that's a silly. What are you doing here? God, I'm sorry. Are they sure? You know, a woman was bears. elected to the U.S. Congress before women could even vote. Jeanette Rankin joined Congress in 1916, which was four years before women could actually vote. The she 19- couldn't vote, but she could be in Congress. Dude, I, I can shoot a gun for this country. I can't drink a beer. The 19th Amendment... I got you, I got you. <laughs> the 19th Amendment, which gave women the right to vote, wasn't passed until August 18th, 1920. And for more interesting history lessons you have missed, check out these 30 crazy facts that will change your view of history. Next episode. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Next episode we'll do 30 crazy facts. I can facts. definitely binge out 30 way better than I can binge yeah, out 50. Yeah, 50 was hard, man. It got a little rough turn off the air conditioner, so it's a little hot in here. It's not just that, that it's just was... like, how do I maintain this radio voice while just reading, and like, that, but wait, like, just maintain that Billy Mays charisma of, but wait, there's more. I oh. liked it. You did a good job. Thank I you. I think you did a fantastic job. Well, thank, thank you, you. Uh, Sarah, for the crazy list. This list was from bestlifeonline.com. Yeah, there you go, guys. Yeah. So, uh, what is it? I guess we'll catch you next time. Uh, we're working on the next big history episode right now. Uh, what is it? I don't even want to tell you what it is yeah. yet. Uh, so, what is it? We'll talk about that soon. And uh, look out for more content from us, uh, advice, and uh, the new Ska show that has not been named yet. Uh, do you have a name? The Oddcast Skycast. Oddcast Skycast. I mean, fuck it. Why not? It's going to be fun. You're gonna it will be it. fun. It's and I have something going first. on with Brendan that I'm going to release uh, if I haven't already released it. And uh, what is it? We'll do more of that. So I'll check you, check you out next time. Check you out. Follow, follow me on the, the Instagram. Follow us on the uh, Facebook. pleasuring itself on top of my camera bag? Possibly. <laughs> uh, what is it? Follow me on my own personal Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I'm super doing well on that. Follow me on that. It's a lot of fun. Super duper on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, super duper on TikTok. That's not what it is. It's Crabmaster Hash. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks again. Bye. Oops.